I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, DMV? How's everybody doing tonight? 106.7 The Fan is on your AM FM dial. We are on the Odyssey app and we are on the stream at thefandc.com. However, you're tuned in tonight. We appreciate you hanging out with us for just a little bit. I am Danny Noakes. Got Caitlin in studio producing the show, and we're with you up until 10 o'clock tonight. So just under three and a half hours of 106.7 The Fan Magic. We're here with you. We've got interviews coming up at the top of the 7 o'clock hour, the bottom of that 7 o'clock hour as well. But we start with the MGM National Harbor Listener Line, 800-636-1067. That's the number to call to get on uh, get in on the conversation. You can also hit me up on Twitter at Dandy Noakes or tweet the station at 1067thefan. Today marks one year since the Washington Commanders announced their new name and rebrand. I'm sure that you wouldn't have forgotten that if... No one on this station reminded you about it today, but of course, we all have to look back on it because, man, what a year it has been. So how do you feel about the new name? We'll be taking your calls in the next segment. I've got some thoughts to get off of my chest about the rebrand, the jerseys, the mascot, all of the above, and what the future holds for this franchise as well. And we'll be discussing that throughout the show. So this will not be the only segment we are relegated to discussing said topic. But when it comes to the jerseys, the name, whatever, what have you, I'll start with the name because that's probably the thing that I actually care the least about. I think it's fine, right? I think when it comes to a name, you were obviously never going to make every single person happy. I don't think that you were really going to make anybody happy just by changing the name, right? Except for the folks that obviously the previous name was offending. That is certainly understandable, but when you take a franchise, obviously, that's been around for north of 85 years and you start making major changes to it, obviously, there are going to be some ripple effects to that. But to anyone saying the name is terrible, I ask, what would have been good, right? Red Wolves is not a good name. Don't care what you think. Sharing a team name with a low-level group of five, F, uh, a group of five FBS program is dumb, right? So I, I don't understand how naming your team after a random animal that's not in any way native to the geographic location that your team is playing in is a good decision, right? If you didn't like the new name, chances were you can't get over the fact that they changed the name at all. And again, I understand that absolutely. But, guys, they were never going to not change the name. The debate around the use of Native Americans as mascots has been going on for over 30 years. The last time the Redskins were in the Super Bowl, before I was born, the 91-92 season, just before I was born. It's a shame. Just missed it. 
But there were protests outside the Super Bowl venue petitioning that the Redskins change their name, right? This was decades in the making. This is not a new topic. It's not this new wokeness, whatever you want to make it. And if you can't accept it, that's fine. Again, I understand, but move on. Because guess what? It's not coming back. So it's time to move on. But for goodness sake, right? If we're actually talking about team nicknames, there are several baseball teams named after a color of socks. Okay, the only reason that we don't think that those team names are terrible are because they've been around for 100 years. That's literally the only reason they're named after socks. What's a Packer, by the way? I'm sure there's actually a legitimate definition of what that means. Right. But half of the NFL is named after a bird or some sort of other predatory animal that aren't unique to the National Football League at all. What is a giant? (laughs) You've got the Giants in both Major League Baseball and the National Football League, but the two teams play on opposite sides of the country, and nobody, nobody finds that weird, right? So my point is, you're calling the name Commanders dumb, and I think plenty of folks out there across the DMV and across the nation have accepted it, but you don't think it's dumb to just copy and paste the same 10 names across every sport? To me, that's just contradictory, right? Bears, Lions, Eagles, Broncos, Falcons, Panthers, Rams, Cardinals, all NFL teams. You know how common those names are in America? If that's what you were hoping for, okay, that's fine. But again, if you think the commander's name is dumb and you don't think it's dumb that we just copy and paste and name our teams after the same 12 things, including socks, then you've got your head in the sand, right? Because I think to be fair... Because they took so long with this rebrand, it took over two years to get it done. I do think that they would have been better suited to just keep the Washington football team moniker. I think folks actually were starting to get used to that name. The jokes came early, but at the end of the day, people started to realize that, hey, most soccer teams that play overseas, and they're worth a lot more than pretty much every American sports team, right? Unless you're the Cowboys, the Lakers... There's a few that are in the top, but, you know, when it comes to teams like Real Madrid, FC Barcelona, Paris Saint-Germain, I don't even watch soccer, and I know these brands. Manchester United, those are the names of where they play. Manchester United, by the way, how many Uniteds are there in soccer? We've got one here in D.C. So I, I... This is just my opinion, right? I think getting fixated on the new name is not productive, and it's just not something that really gets me going. That's just an opinion. And I'm like most of you guys, though. I've been a fan of this team my entire life. I'll never root for another team. I care about it strongly. I've never been shy about saying that. The name is just not what matters most to me. And and to those that it does, by all means, I never rooted for them because their name was the Redskins. I rooted for them because they were from Washington, D.C., and that's my city, and that's where I grew up around. But I'm a lot more bothered by the uniforms. (laughs) And, And I'll preface this by saying quite literally every single time any professional franchise decides to modernize their uniforms, they always, always, always look worse. Right. The fan base always comes out against it, especially in the National Football League. And, and when it comes to the commanders, I actually don't mind the black uniforms. And we're all over the place when it comes to opinions with regards to the actual uniforms, of this franchise, the new ones, that is. I, I'm probably in the minority, in fact, on the people that like the black ones. And, that, and that's fine. Again, I get it. But I think what they did to both the burgundy and white jerseys just looks so bad. They look like an expansion team. The old uniforms were too clean. The franchise has been around for almost 100 years. 
and their uniforms have looked mostly similar. Now, they've gone through some pretty significant changes from the R with the Native American feathers on it to uh, the spear with the feathers on it to, to the logo that they were using up until 2020. But I, I can't stand the two-tone look, the two-tone number look. It, it looks like they just came off a conveyor belt. It reminds me of the, the Los Angeles Rams. They absolutely ruined their uniforms a couple of years ago. They took some absolute classics with the royal blue and gold, and they turned them into something that looked like it came off a Silicon Valley 3D printer. They're terrible. And yet, because they won a Super Bowl, they'll probably keep those ugly uniforms for the next 50 years. So when it comes to the Chargers, I think they actually did it right. A lot of people say that their classic uniforms are the best ones in the NFL. And the new uniforms that they've come out with look pretty similar. They're incredibly basic. Getting too complicated with it, trying to modernize everything and make it look slick is always going to get you in trouble. The commanders are going to end up just like the Browns. Remember the Browns uniforms when Johnny Football came to town? Said Cleveland in big giant letters across the chest and Browns down the leg? Some of the worst uniforms in NFL history. And guess what? They lasted about five years before they went back to the old ones. And I think that would be an easy win, by the way, for this front office, would be to just go back to what they had before. In terms of uniforms, because again, the name is not coming back. 800-636-1067. Got to get to a break. We'll hold your calls for uh, through the commercial break. I know I've got a few people waiting on the line. That's what the next segment is for. We'll be taking calls all through the next segment. 800-636-1067. We'll be right back. You're listening to 106.7 The Fan. Overtime on 106.7 The Fan with you until 10 o'clock tonight. I'm Danny Noakes. We got Caitlin in studio producing the show, taking some calls on your thoughts on the Commander's rebrand. 800-636-1067. It's now been one whole year as the Washington Commanders. What do you think? What do you think of the name, the jerseys, Major Tutty? Does it annoy you? It's all started to grow real thin on me. I spent the first couple of months really trying to force myself to get into it, and I don't love it. I think it could be worse. 800-636-1067. That's the MGM National Harbor listener lines. We're going to go there now and start knocking out some of these calls. Let's start with Dave in Woodbridge. Dave, thanks for calling tonight. How's it going? Hey, buddy. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. The the name, I'm neither here nor there. It's like, okay. Um, the the worst name in D.C. is, of course, the Wizards. Right. <laughs> still, still to this day. But back when they were picking, you know, the names for the Bullets back, you know, to take over the Bullets name, you know, it was like River Dogs and some other things. But there was two in there that I really liked. Um, one was Washington Justice mm. and one was Washington Glory. Can, mm. can you imagine our team? We've got the American flag as our symbol. We're another red, white, and blue. I, I just think it kind of goes with the city. Or I, I guess yeah. I could still deal with the commanders if they had something more militaristic to it, you know, a little tougher, a little bit okay. of an edge. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah, Dave, thanks yeah. for the call. I, I appreciate it, man. I, I definitely understand where you're coming from. I, I, I know there's actually a strong contingent of folks that would have liked to see the commanders fall in line with the Nats, the Caps, and the Wizards in terms of their color scheme, kind of go to the red, white, and blue. I was always partial to the burgundy and gold when it came to that. But I, 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 think, the fa- I think the name commanders actually fits with the city of Washington, D.C. pretty well. But actually, but I think Dave summed up my, my opinion on it very well. Really neither here nor there. It's fine. I don't think. 
think it's the best. It's not the worst, though. Let's let's put it that way, right? 800-636-1067. Let's go to Michael calling from Vienna. Michael, what's up? Hey, man, how you doing? I'm good, man. Thanks for calling. Hey, what you got? You know, the, the whole commander thing, and I think the last guy said it perfectly, which is, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. And the problem with it is, it doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. There's nothing to like. There's nothing to hate. And I've got to ask you a question. There was one name that you heard every once in a while. I don't understand why it didn't get a lot more consideration. And it was Red Tails mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. of the Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah. The, the logo of the Red Tails was awesome. It was this fighter jet with like a you know snarling face. Right. And I never understood why they wouldn't couldn't have gone from you know from disparaging one minority group with the Redskins to honoring another yeah. with the Red Tails and just sort of keep everything going with that. Yeah. Yeah, Michael, I'm with you, man. Hey, I actually was pro Red Tails. I know that was sort of a name that you were either all in on or all against on. And I was actually all in on it. I liked some of the mock-ups that I saw. And just keeping with a name that was that started with the letter R, I think you could have gone back to that the classic Redskins R logo. Not the one with the Native uh, the Native American feathers on it, but the one the cursive R that, that you're oftentimes gonna see Joe Gibbs wearing on his cap. If, if you're watching highlights from, from the 80s or the early 90s. 800-636-1067. Thoughts on the Commander's rebrand? The name itself, the jerseys, Major Tutty. I, I got to tell you, I could not care less about the mascot. I, I, I don't actually know why they even needed to have a mascot. Back to the phones. I've got Sean in Woodbridge waiting. Sean, thanks so much for calling tonight. What's going on? Sean, you there, partner? Yeah. Hey, yeah, hey. Hey, well, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think we, to, to get the fan back and to get them really revved up, the name and the uniforms and everything needs to be changed. We only got a year with this crap. So the thing is, nobody's going to really remember. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. let's put the uniforms back to where they were and start yeah. from scratch. Tiny bit change, but not, you know, not too much. The yeah. name itself, I like Red Hogs. Hogs, I, I, yeah. I think the I think the whole thing nutshell is you are absolutely right to find something to keep that off. Mm-hmm. I, I think that would help a lot as far as you know the fan base and things of that nature. And um, we've been a year with this stuff. Nobody really cares. New owner come in. I think it's good for him to change it now instead of just being six seven years down the road. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I- he can get away with it. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on that, Sean. I've actually had the same thought too about what it would take for them to change the name and the uniforms, the uniforms back, and maybe change the name again. Now, even though it's only been a year, it, it seems like if they were going to do that, you might as well just rip the bandaid off, right, and just kind of admit that you screwed it up. Uh, when it comes down to it, though, I I heard Grant and Danny talking about how you know the folks that were in charge of this rebrand aren't Washington D.C. people; they're not fans of this franchise franchise for years like the folks that are calling in and 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 talking to me right now right like you guys out there listening all right 800-636-1067 still taking a couple of more calls on the commander's rebrand now we're going to go on over to steve who's calling in steve thanks so much for chatting with us tonight what's going on yeah i think that uh 
the board making the decision, or whoever makes its decision, better not be that same group that did the last one because, you know, that was a, that's a doozy. And the thing about the hogs, I never thought about that till recently, and I, it kind of makes me chuckle. I mean, you think about the dolphins, you know, you think about some of these names that are kind of weird at first, but you get used to it, and it's kind of fun, it's funny, and at the same time, it's, it has a coolness to it. I, I, that's not a bad idea, but the whoever's making that decision better include the fans. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that, Steve, and I think actually that's probably what irked people the most in all this actually maybe the second thing right one was probably how long it took but two was that although they said they were consulting the fans and although they were putting out surveys and that sort of thing it really didn't seem like they actually cared about what the fans wanted and when it comes to what I heard the most I heard Red Wolves the most that was definitely one of my least favorite names because I follow college football really closely, and when I hear Red Wolves, I think of Arkansas State. One of, one of the first Virginia Tech games that I went to was Virginia Tech versus Arkansas State. So Red Wolves is burned into my mind as a group of five college team. It's, it's just never been something that I could get behind. Red Hogs, I was fine with. It's a little bit bizarre, uh, just not because of the tie to the Hogs, the vaunted offensive line that played here, but um, you could go down a rabbit hole with that whole thing that we're not going to do here on the radio right now. But I, I I was all about that one because it did honor the hogs and you could keep the R you could use that classic logo. I think they really missed an opportunity to do that. All right, let's go to Tony in Tyson's corner. Tony, thanks for calling in tonight. What's going on? No, appreciate you. Yeah. I'll tell you, we only have one commander in chief <laughs> and who does he command? Warriors. The Pentagon, FBI, CAA, they all, you know, we, we all need our working Army, military, Navy, warriors. I just think Washington Warriors has a nice alliteration. It doesn't matter there's a Warriors in basketball. I mean, this is football. Yeah. And also, war, Warriors is like humble, like we're fighting. Right. You know, we're fighting to get better. We're fighting to make the playoffs. Commanders, the, the worst thing about it is commander. And Daniel Snyder is such a tyrant. <laughs> He's the epitome of commanders. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully t- new owner, new name. Good show. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Tony. I appreciate it. That's that's a good point, too. I, I actually do feel there is a legitimate chance whoever the new owner is will want to come in and potentially change things because it, it, it just seems like if you're looking at this even from a 50,000 foot view and, and you know very little about football, you would probably know that this rebrand wasn't handled as well as it could have been. All right. We will take some more calls in a couple of minutes. We got to get to a break right now. So apologize that we can't get to more calls here. In, in this segment or the next one, because coming up next, we're talking to Chris Russell, the rooster co-host of Russell and Medhurst weekdays, nine to noon over on our sister station, the team 980. We will come back to this topic, however. So if you stick with us, we will get to your calls a little bit later on in the show. Appreciate you sticking around. You're listening to 106.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.